This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Over these final two days of Pastor Ray's series on Praying Boldly, it will become even more evident to the listener that clearly, without a consistent, well-disciplined prayer life, not simply a time of prayer, but a lifestyle of prayer, God is not going to give us the desires of our heart if we don't tell Him through prayer exactly what they are. Highlighted in these crucial final lessons, Pastor speaks of the practice of prayer and worship and the need to pray with confidence, power, and boldness. Prayer that will become an important part of that prayer lifestyle that will get results by daring to believe the impossible. In his summary of this unique subject on prayer that simply cannot fail, Pastor also shares important insights on praying in the Spirit, the discipline of prayer, and the surprising revelation of what he refers to as the sin of prayerlessness. Here's more on that miracle of pure prayer power. I'm believing with all of my heart that there are going to be some bold prayers that are going to stand their ground. Even in the time of temptation to quit, to give in, to give in to the flesh. Let me tell you what, you'll have no conquering power over the flesh if you don't have a prayer life. Prayer is what keeps you connected to the Holy Ghost. Prayer is what keeps you connected to the power source. Prayer is what keeps you straight and in the spirit and not walking after the flesh. You cannot cause yourself to not walk in the flesh. Only the Holy Ghost can help you to stay in the spirit. And the way, you, the way he does that and the way you do that is by, by keeping an active and a vibrant and a solid and a strong prayer life connected to almighty God. That's what keeps you walking in the spirit and not walking after the flesh. Glory to God. It's, it's what, that's what it is. It's, it's, listen, when the sickness persists, what are you going to do? You're going to get down on your face and give God the glory and begin to praise God and thank God that he has already said and declared in his word that by his stripes I am healed. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to begin to pray for somebody else's healing and not be so hung up and, and focused on my own need and my own want or my own desire, but I'm going to think I'm going to find somebody else who needs the touch of God and I'm going to pray for them and I'm going to reach out to them and I'm going to lay my sick hands on their body and see miracles. Hallelujah. What am I going to do when warfare persists? And it doesn't seem like I'm going to get the breakthrough. What am I going to do? I'm going to stand my ground praying with bold prayers up before the throne of God, standing upon the word of God, declaring that this thing that stands before me is going down after I've done all to stand. Stand therefore with my suit of armor on, believing 
trusting, declaring, fighting my warfare until this thing falls to the ground. I'm going to tell you what, it's time for the church to put the enemy on the run and on the defensive instead of us running away. It's time for us to cause him to run away. Come on. And the way you're going to do it is with bold prayers, confident prayers, confidence in almighty God that he said in his word, he'll never leave you. He will never forsake you. Anyone who trusts in the Lord will never be put to shame. I said, never be put to shame. I said, never be put to shame. If you're trusting in God, your outcome is good. If you're trusting in God, the end result is victory. If you're trusting in God, the end result is you win and the enemy loses in the name of Jesus. You've got the victory in the name of Jesus. It is the name that is above every name. It is the name that at the sound of the name, everything in the heavens and everything on the earth and everything beneath the earth must come to attention, must bow. It is the name that is above every name. You see in the book of Acts, they preached in the name, they spoke in the name, They healed in the name. They delivered in the name. They did miracles in the name. The power of God was dispensed in the name. Wherever they were together in the name of Jesus was proclaimed and lifted and preached and spoken about. Miracles began to break out. People were delivered. People got saved, healed, helped. Lights went off in their spiritual being. And it says, when they saw the miracles, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the religious ones tried to put an end and a stop to the name. And they said, we are going to stop them from preaching in this name. They tried it. But it didn't work. And one man stood up and he said, he said, listen, if this is of God, we can't stop it. We can't deny that what the miracles they've done in this name are false. They are true. They are right. The miracles they've done in this name cannot be denied. I'm going to tell you what, folks. We start to get bold with the name of Jesus. We get bold in our authority. We get bold in our prayer life. God is going to give you undeniable proof to stick in the face of the unbeliever. I said stick in the face of the unbeliever. There ain't no doubt about it. This is God working in my life. Here it is. It's undeniable proof. This could not happen apart from God. No human could do this. No human could make this happen. No, no human activity could cause this to come about. It is the hand of God. Tried to shut him up. But you see, you can't stop the power that comes in the name. You can't stop the preaching of the name of Jesus. Right now, in our own country, there's a move against God. Let me tell you what. They're kicking against the goads, the pricks. They're doing something, this country, if we don't turn around soon and get back to God I'm telling you, what's keeping this country on track right now is the church, is the believing, God-fearing, God-loving church that believes in God. But if we don't turn soon, I'm telling you, 
it, it, <laughs> disaster. God is going to give us undeniable proofs in our lives to stick in the face. See, on the other hand, I believe with everything that I am and I have in me that there is a great revival that is, I'm not going to say about to happen, that is already happening. And, and there is a great revival of this, this knowledge, this, this hunger for God. You see, revival, revival, revival is not just miracles, people getting healed. That's, that's the, that's the, um, the result, one of the results of revival. But revival, what revival is, is when people come back to the knowledge and the understanding that they need God. Come to the place where they realize that without God, they're undone. Come to the place in their life where they realize that, you know, even though I've known God and I've been a believer, God's just not touching my heart the way he used to touch my heart. There are a lot of believers like that, man. You got the word, you got the talk, you got the look, you got the act. You got it all together on the outside, but you know that you're falling apart on the inside because you ain't got the power and you ain't got the proof because your heart's grown cold towards God and you didn't mean to. You're still a good person. God still loves you. I love you. But revival is when we come to the place where we fall on our knees and we realize how much we need God and how undone we really are. This is what revival is. I believe that there is a revival that's already taking place in this land, in this world. And all we have to do is raise our voices with boldness to believe, to trust, to cry out to God, to say, God, we want you and only you. We want nothing else. Everything else is rubbish. We want to get back to that place with you, Jesus, of power, of might, of demonstration. I want to get back to that place, Jesus, where my prayers are making a difference, not only in my life, but in the lives of others around me. I want to get back to that bold, simplistic praying. Some of us have just got too darn complicated in our walk with God. Just got to get back to that simplistic trusting and believing. I don't believe there's a need in this room that God doesn't already have the answer and the power available to you to cause a change and a breakthrough. It's, it's the boldness in our prayers. We, we must come away from the sin of prayerlessness and get back to that secret place with God where we're spending time in his presence getting on our knees and just praying and talking to him, loving him, expressing our love and gratitude, praying bold prayers. That's what revival is though, you see. People just getting back to God. Hallelujah. I feel like I'm preaching all over the world tonight, but I believe it's hot from the Holy Ghost. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so ready. I'm ready. I've had it. I prayed this morning. I said, I had it. I've had it. That's it. I, I tell you, one of the, 
one of the things, and you can, you can pray about this, and this is crazy, you would say, you would think, well, Pastor Ray, you're such a busy man, or you seem to be so busy, and I am busy. But one of the things that I, I've been really focusing in on and holding before the Lord is that something's got to change. Can I just share this with you? Yeah. Something's got to change in my own life. You know, we're growing as a church and there's so many needs and I find myself getting twisted and pulled in all kinds of directions and, and here and there and everywhere. And, you know, people, and listen, I'm not saying this because I'm complaining. I'm here to help, you know, help people. But I see myself just getting pulled in all different kinds of directions. And I realize that sometimes I go through the whole day and I come to the end of the day, I'm so exhausted. I just fall on the couch and, and, and I, I just find myself getting so worked, you know, worked up and, 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 but I find myself just coming more away from what I should be doing. Now, isn't that a great plan of the enemy? To get me away from prayer? To get me away from the study of the word? To get me so involved in things that I'm not doing what I should be doing first and foremost in my life? And, and in some respects, I, 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 and I've been holding this before the Lord, it, Lord, I'm busy but I'm busy with the wrong things. I want to be busy with the right things. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And you can pray for me along these lines, help him to get busy with, you know, give him the time to get busy about the right things and the right thing. I mean, I want to do more ministry. I don't want to do more administration. I don't want to do more correcting. I don't want to do more people straightening. I want to, do you understand what I'm talking about? I want to do more ministry. I want to get up and preach a word and straighten everybody out in one 45-minute sermon. And not have 15 meetings a week. You understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? I mean, you know, I mean, I know, (laughs) dear God. And I've been been holding that before the Lord and I've been thinking about it and I've been praying and I've been having some discussions with God and I'm not finished yet because I've got, something's got to change. Something's got to change. Now, I only share that. I'm not complaining. I hope that you see that something has to change in your life. Trusting that God's going to take care of the things that concern us. (laughs) I'm slicing some people up right now. God's going to take care of the things you're worried about. Well, you know, I want to see this, or I want to see that, or I want to see this happen, or I want that to happen, or I think what we should, I should do this, or I think I should be. God's going to take care of all those. All you've got to do is pray. Pray. And pray some more. Trust the Lord. When you're trying to do stuff, God ain't doing it. All we ought to be doing is what we know God has given us to do, has anointed us to do, has asked us to do. Shouldn't be doing anything more and anything, anything less. Praise God. Got to get back to the simplistic prayer, simplistic believing, standing upon the word, fighting our battles, loving one another, helping one another. This is all, and you know, I can get to it tonight, but this is all contained in the book of Acts. You know, I don't have time to read it, but it's all here, you know. Chapter 3, the man was healed. We read about that. Don't open to it. Let me just, man was healed. The rulers came and tried to stop him. Couldn't do it. Preached in the name. 
Peter and John are arrested. They're flogged. Tried to stop it. Couldn't do it. It said in verse 13, I like this, it says, now when the rulers, those would be the Jewish rulers, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, if you want to read it later, it's Acts 4.13, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. See what happens when you get with Jesus? You can be unlearned, untrained, unskilled. But there's a Holy Ghost anointing that comes upon you when you get in the prayer closet with Jesus, when you hang out with Jesus. Did you hear what I said? When you hang out with Jesus, so much so that these men marveled when they saw the boldness. Let me tell you what, this teaches me when you get alone with Jesus, boldness comes upon your life. I said boldness comes upon your life. And that boldness is boldness. It's the anointing of God that comes upon your life to dare to believe the impossible. When no one else can believe it, you can believe it because you've been with Jesus, the miracle worker, the God of the impossible, and he's empowered you, and people see that boldness upon your life. Ooh, glory. I'm telling you something. I'm telling you something. They perceived that boldness came because they were with Jesus. And, and it goes on, you know, and... and, and uh, they started to threaten the people and they said, don't speak to, no, speak to no man in this name. And they did all this and they did that. In verse 23, they finally let them go because they realized they couldn't stop it. They couldn't, you know, people saw the truth. No one was going to believe what the Jewish rulers were saying because the evidence was there. The man who was blind now saw. And in verse 23, it says, being let go, they went to their own companions and they reported all the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they had heard that, when they had heard the threats, when they had heard the accusations that were hurled against the believers and the church of Jesus Christ, they raised their voice to God with one accord. Man, I could preach all night on this. I could preach all night. Raised their voice to God in one accord. You know what that teaches me? We need to have unity back in the body of Christ. Can't have unity? Listen. Without leadership. And when you have leadership, if you want to be in unity, you get under leadership. And if you want to be in unity, you go where everybody else is going. You go in the direction and the flow that the leader is going. And those who are in leadership are going. Otherwise, you don't have unity. You have discord. And where there's discord, there'll be no power. And where there's discord, there'll be no miracles. And where there's discord, there will be no evidences of the Holy Spirit and his working. There'll be no salvations. There'll be no lives changing. There'll be no word preached that will bring forth results so they raised their voice to God in one accord and said Lord you are God who made the heavens and the earth and the sea see they're glorifying God glorifying God and then it goes goes verse 20 says you truly you know I'm sorry verse um verse 29 it said now Lord now Lord not Lord if you will Lord if you please Lord if it be thy will Lord, I beseech thee, O Lord, if I am worthy enough to come into your presence, God, O holy God, O holy God of holy heaven with holy angels, I humbly come before you, Lord, and I lay on the ground as dirt before you. Please, please, O God, hear my voice if you choose. You understand what I'm saying? That's not what they said. 
they glorified God and told him how wonderful he was. And the next word out of their mouth, now, Lord, now, we glorified you, now, Lord, we're trusting you, now, Lord, not tomorrow, now, Lord, not, not next month, now, Lord, not when, when you will, now, Lord, because we know this is your will, now, Lord, boldness, now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness, everybody say boldness, they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Glory to God. Listen, listen, listen. Verse 31. And when they had prayed, not when they had cried, not when they had begged God, when they had prayed, the scriptural way to pray with boldness, now, Lord, when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. In other words, they, they were there and they lifted up their voices to God in one accord. That's why we come to church, you see. So we can lift our voices together in one accord and be worshiping and saying and speaking all the same thing. And it said, the place where they prayed actually physically began to shake from the foundations. God did a miracle in their midst, proving that he was pleased with their prayer. And it says the power, the anointing got in that house. Why? Because they raised their voices together. And they prayed. That's why I can't understand why people don't come out for Tuesday night prayer once a month. I don't understand it, man. We'll all come out believing. We'll shake this place. The foundations of this building will shake. The whole community will start to shake. People will start to shake. Things start to get shaken when voices come in unity together and start praying with boldness. Things are going to start to shake. We, we've got to start shaking some things. We've got to shake this territory. We've got to shake the devil off of some people. We've got to shake this community. We've got to shake these walls out so we can make bigger room. They came together in one accord and they prayed bold prayers and the place began to shake and the anointing fell upon them and boldness came on them. Hallelujah, glory to God. Boldness came on them. Boldness. And I'm just gonna, I just, the multitude who believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. In other words, they didn't hold on to it they, they were blessed and they purposed to be a blessing. They were generous. They gave from what they had. And it says, and with great power, the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was upon them all. Great, great grace and power. Why? Because they prayed. They prayed. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com. Thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of God-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the Word of God and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come, God's Word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors.